apples. Who has the milk and apples? Who has the milk and apples? Who are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier, <laughs> just so long as I'm the dictator. Broadcasting live from Stanford, Connecticut, you are indeed listening to the one and the only Animal Farm Radio Show. The date today is January the 7th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller. And I'm chilling here with my fellow laughing hyenas, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. <laughs> and Python the soundboard. Hello. We've got a special show for everybody tonight. We've got that clip from Jim Fetzer's show. Yeah. Where this uh, person, Ace Baker, attempted suicide or apparently faked it. Not really sure which one yet. Um, so we'll play that for what? all our non-WFU radio listeners out there. Um, we also got a brand new Lorelei tonight with yes. our legal correspondent, Charles Ratner, who's with us in the Animal Farm studio. So stay tuned for that in the second hour. And, of course... It is the Animal Farm, so we do have the silly, the crazy, and the bizarre. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. Well, we've got to clean up this country. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are here today to effect a change. We are here today to fuel the deconstruction of the official myth. We are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today to begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. Folks, it is another edition of the Animal Farm Radio Show. So glad you could join us on this lovely, I guess it's what, what is it, Wednesday, Ben? I think it, yeah, I think it's Wednesday. I think. My goodness, what a uh, couple of days we've had craziness. And like you said, Ben, we will have the Ace Baker clip. I haven't even heard it yet. I almost don't want to listen because from what the people in the chat room and, yeah, I mean, really. Uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. I'm just glad he's alive. But we will play a few folks because, again, we're treating the show as an independent show just in case you missed uh, the replay on other people's shows. I'm not sure. I think the uh, Hang 'em High guys, I think they played the clip, but yeah. what, whatever. We'll get to it. Of course, we have crazy news tonight, some economic news, some educational news, uh, some updates on Obama, and uh, plenty of things. Of course, the law or lie, thank goodness, finally is here. Season 2, Episode 1. Thank you, Charles, for being here. He's in the studio. He's hanging out. we got scotch and coffee. What could go wrong? Uh, but we'll try to make things go wrong. And we'll start off with the crazy, the unbelievable, the sickly, and the farmy. And Pyeth with a drum roll will cue me. Thank God Pyeth is back. <laughs> and thank you to Dan for sending me this one. This one, I almost fell off my chair and, uh, you know, spit coffee through my nose. Towny children think cows lay eggs. Thousands of British children think cows actually lay eggs, a survey has suggested. I'm not kidding, folks. Townies fared worse <laughs> in the research designed to find out if kids know where their food comes from. Dairy farmers of Britain asked more than 1,000 children aged uh, anywhere from 8 to 15 years old where they believe food like cheese, yogurt, and beef burgers originated. Although knowledge improved with age, more than 1 in 10, 11% of 8-year-old kids did not know that pork chops 
come from pigs, Ben. You're working hard to put food on your sandwich. <laughs> That's right, George. The city children were almost three times as likely not uh, to know that beef burgers came from cows as their rural counterparts, 8% against 3%. One in 10 county children did not know where yogurt comes from compared to 6% of those from the countryside. Worst of all, Ben, 2% of the city kids in the sample survey thought that eggs came from cows and that bacon is from cows or sheep. So sure enough, Will's children proved to nice. be the least clued. They think they were born from storks. <laughs> they think they were delivered in a pouch. I always thought, you know, cows laid eggs. I, I always knew that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. And this is kind of a tribute. This is all out of the UK tonight. So it's a, it's a trifecta of UK syndrome, I'm going to call it. Nice. Sure enough, moving on to number two. Politically correct parents ditch offensive traditional fairy tales. Try to make uh, some kind of segue here, but try to keep all these in mind when we're done. For the most part, they are innocent tales that define childhood, but some parents are ditching fairy tales, believing they are politically incorrect or too dark to read to children. Children, a survey has found one in four mothers has abandoned the likes of Cinderella and Rapunzel. Oh ben, my God. I'm sure that makes you upset, Ben. In favor of the Gruffalo or the Very Hungry Caterpillar, written in 1969 <laughs> by Eric Carle. Uh, one in ten parents even said Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs should be retitled because the dwarf reference is not PC. Rapunzel, <laughs> it's just amazing how how stupid people can be. Rapunzel uh, is considered too dark and Cinderella outdated because she is forced to do the housework, Ben. Of course, that's no good. Uh, the poll of 3,000 <laughs> British parents carried out by the babywebsite.com revealed 66% believe traditional fairy tales have stronger morality messages than modern equivalents. But many feel that they are inappropriate uh, to soothe youngsters before bed. So I don't know how we ever made it. I don't, how, how did we ever get uh, you know, so smart by uh, having fairy tales read, read to us? Anyway. Years passed. Yes, thank God. <laughs> stupid at a frightening rate. Oh my God, it is idiocracy. But we're, we're I'm telling you, man. I watched that movie after you had recommended it to me. Oh yeah, dear God, that is a hysterical it, movie. That movie, folks. If you haven't, it's scary too. It is scary. If you have not uh, seen the movie Idiocracy, folks, please do do yourself a favor. It, it's a it's a comedy. It's a lighthearted comedy. But there is, you know, if you listen to at least our show, you do get some of that kind of scary, like you said, scary truth about where yeah. we're heading. I mean, I, I you know, it, it's hysterical. I don't want to ruin any part of it. Definitely rent or definitely buy it. It's a great film. You will not regret it. And if you do, well, then I'm sorry. Uh, thirdly, finally, for me, right, crazy, nutty, crazy, unbelievable, playground nicknames like Four Eyes and Pizza Face are now good for children. Playground nicknames such as Four Eyes, Carrot Top, Pizza Face, and Stinky can be good for children, according to an academic. Uh, the use of insults at a young age improves social skills and helps children develop a sense of humor, <laughs> it was claimed. Dr. Erin Heary, a psychologist at Bangor University, North Wales, also said play fighting gives pupils the chance to tell the difference between real pretend, real violence or pretend violence, uh, which actually I agree with that. The comments came as children across the U.K. returned to school following the Christmas holidays. Experts fear... Discipline is deteriorating in primary schools as increasing numbers of children are suspended for bad behavior. But uh, it says here, Dr. Heary insisted that teasing and nicknames were an essential part of life and should not automatically be confused with bullying. So out of this country, Ben, and that's why I, I had these three U.K. articles, you know, it's it's not good to read uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs before bed because that's yeah. not politically correct or not PC, as they say. But it is okay, according to this uh, particular Dr. Ian Heary. Uh, for people to make fun of each other on the playground. So there you go. I mean, it, it just makes sense to me. And um, there you go. There's my crazy, my nutty. <laughs> ben, uh, do you have anything to add to this I ridiculous do. segment? Chicago restaurant creates Blagojevich burger. <laughs> 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 Chefs at the Chicago restaurant have created a new delicacy oh, inspired 
by the embattled Illinois governor, uh, Rod Blagojevich. Kuma's Corner has featured a new sandwich this month dubbed the expletive Blagojevich Burger. <laughs> this uh, behemoth of a burger features a 10-ounce hamburger patty, a thick slice of bologna, <laughs> and a yellow mustard stuffed between two grilled cheese sandwiches. When patrons receive oh. the burger, one of the sandwiches has a large, large dollar sign written in mustard. The burger costs $10, but according to the restaurant's employees, the price is negotiable. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I, I don't mind the Rothless burger. I can understand that, especially for the pun, but my God, the Blagojevich thing. Will it ever go <laughs> I'll away? I'll take a Blagojevich. Yeah, I'll have a Blagojevich. Bologna. How about a Bogoyevich omelet? Uh, anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in. Once again, this is the Animal Farm Radio Show. Number to call in tonight, as always, uh, 512-879-3805. Of course, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. We have a lot of great people in the chat room uh, every single night. Um, of course, Jack's in there. We have a lot of our friends and our supporters in there. And the website is DeadlineLive.info. You can participate there, create a little avatar. It's free and it's friendly and it's happy. And, of course, we now, uh, Ben, a little bit of news here. We'll get to the voting of the Dick Cheney name. But I think the other uh, big piece of news now is the Facebook page is finally up. And nice. I slacked off big time on that, and that's my fault. But finally, I did it. I, finally, I figured out how to do it finally. So sure enough, folks, if you are on Facebook and if you care enough to join the Animal Farm Facebook group, and build it to a number hopefully over 100 one day, you can just go into the Facebook search uh, page thingy little widget and search for us, the Animal Farm Radio Show, and you will find us. And so far, we're doing pretty good, man. We've already got about 20 or 30 people today. So good stuff. I, I, I want you to be on my team. That's right, George. George is in there, and he's on our team as well. And, of course, uh, before we get to the Ace Baker stuff and before we get to the news and the unbelievable, the first segment, uh, there's some interesting stories from today, Ben. i got a lot to say. But we do want to remind folks, once again, we are voting for Dick Cheney on the Animal Farm deck of cards. Mm-hmm. We will give him a name, one of three names, and the current uh, voting possibilities for these names are Dick Vader, Discharge Dick, or Turd Sandwich. Once Turd again, sandwich. that's right. That's Piet's <laughs> pick. My pick was Dick Vader. I changed it because nobody voted for my first one, which was Fart Droppings. Uh, ben, yours is Dick. Dish- I like Fart Droppings. You know, I think maybe I'll save that for another politician. It just doesn't fit Dick Cheney enough, and I, I had to <laughs> had to play on the D word. But, yes, once again, Dick Vader, Discharge Dick, and Turd Sandwich. You get to vote, folks. This is democracy here on the Charlie's vote when uh, yes when we're gonna we're gonna have his vote after Lorelai that's that's absolutely correct Ben and you can I heard people I'm a dick that's right <laughs> you could you could vote at info at animalfarmshow.com or you could do anything at animalfarmshow.com but we prefer info it's a little bit easier um, and so we've actually gotten some requests Ben from some folk uh, folks uh, for for them getting their own Animal Farm email address and folks we're definitely down to do that but we'd like to get you on board uh, on the farm to yeah, you got to do something for it. you got to post some stories for us or something yeah you know <laughs> this is very much a user based radio talk yeah. show and we, we're very open minded and we definitely want to get your participation uh, and and like oh is folks call in 512-879-3805 if you agree if you disagree if you hate us that's great we love you and we definitely want to get some money yeah we want to get your thoughts on this but before we get to the business we do i think i want to get this ace baker thing out of the way ben i do i I have it queued up and and, and once again if you if you don't already know which i'm sure everybody does but yesterday uh before jack blood came on the air james fesser was finishing up his show he had ace baker on who let's just say for now not to stir up the hornet's nest he is a 9-11 truther we'll leave it at that but that's not the point a researcher he has a blog um (laughs) and i guess it's it's kind of well known. Yeah, and I haven't heard the clip yet, but I was told when I got to the studio yesterday that he apparently, it sounded as if he committed suicide on the radio show live. Yeah. Once again, James Fetzer had a, his show on, uh, and it was in the final segment of the final, uh, the last, you know, the last hour or whatever. So I'm going to play the clip, and we'll see exactly what happened, and we'll go from there. Hopefully it's not too long. I don't know. I haven't even listened uh, okay, so he's got the Beatles clip there. Do you have the clip queued up there, Ben? No. All right, over the break, then maybe I'll look at it. Maybe I can yeah, just, I think the, maybe uh, just scoot over. 
I just scoot over when here. They're, when they're guided by that max yeah, if you shuttle to about problem. If you shuttle to about four minutes, it's about good. four but, minutes. But you know what? If we have a break coming up at three, we're going to save look, it. Look, look, look. Listen to me a second. Uh, people who are very original in, in the field are often not appreciated at the time. I have so much uh, confidence in your work that it's a prominent part of the new book I'm editing on the 9-11 controversies. I feature you regularly yeah, on the program. I, just, I, look, I, just, I feature I you. I need to my daughters, you know, girls, I, I, I love you. And I know that 9-11 has taken a lot of me away from you, and I'm sorry for that. And I hope that someday that you'll forgive me for that. And um, to my wife, Claire, I just want to say that I love you, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for everything. And to my parents, um, Mom, Dad, I miss you, and I want to come home. Ace, I want to come home. We need you, Ace. We need you. I need you. The world needs you. These are temporary. These are temporary problems of innovators in their fields are frequently unappreciated. My God, Al Galileo was prosecuted by, subjected to an inquisition, prosecuted by the church. Galileo, for God's sake. I'm coming home. And there you go. I'll leave it wow. there. So, I mean, obviously, the, the, the reaction of this <clears throat> whole incident, and um, you know, when I got here, I was in the chat room, and I just caught it after the, the chat room after this whole incident happened. People were obviously shaking, yeah. shocked, and then the phones rang, and I was trying to find out information about it, and Jack called me, and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. All these things happened. So the, the good news is that he's okay. He's alive. As far as I know, he's alive. We don't alive. know if he's okay. He's alive. I, and I, I'm not going to speculate about what I think he was trying to... I have no idea. I've never even heard of this guy. To be honest with you, I never even heard that he existed before yesterday. And I, maybe I'm stupid because of that. Mm -hmm. But um, it is what it is. I wanted to play a few folks because we did talk about it yesterday. And I just think that for some folks who don't or are not able to catch Jack's show or maybe James's show or maybe even the shows after ours, um, I did. I felt like it was important to play. Ben, you, you obviously agreed. So, yep. you know, there you go. That's that's the, uh, the incident. And it obviously does... Say it did sound uh, similar to a gunshot, but that is unbelievable. Thank man. God he's okay, because that obviously would have been a tremendous tragedy and something that I, you know, uh, it would have really touched a lot of people and it would have really been horrible. So, yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's what it is, and that's why I, I just wanted to get it out of the way, Ben, because we have so much to talk about. Obviously, it's, and we have a great show lined up for you guys, but we felt like we yeah, owed it to you guys. Finish up! Finish <laughs> yeah, up! There you go. All right, so uh, Ben. Trying to make some segue, which will be impossible after that. Uh, I don't know if you want to go finance or if you want to go with Obama. There's some crazy news. But I, I do have some good news, actually. Okay. Hey, if you want to... Okay, yeah, go ahead. Hey, he's got a segue. Right? <laughs> You're going to play one of your, your songs there, Pi? This will shake things up. Excuse me we'll do it live! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, you know, Pyeth wasn't here yesterday, and, and every, single, every every time Pyeth is not here live, we get a lot of um, complaints on the chat room. So when we get back, we'll play maybe one or two Obama songs to get you lubricated, and then we'll get right back into the Animal Farm show. Thank you for dealing with the first segment. We shall return, folks. Stay with us. Now 
you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through hempusa.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. 512-879-3805 is the number to reach us. That's 512-879-3805. We've got a lot to talk about uh, sure do, ben. coming up, but first we want to uh, lubricate people with <laughs> with some of Pyatt's songs. We've got to catch them up, Ben. He wasn't here. Oh, boy. Shake your body, baby. Do the Obama! Don't you can't control yourself any longer. 
<laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous indeed. Look at the women going here. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I've, I've even put my own request in, and I think Mark or someone else on the channel also requested this one. This is my personal favorite. Yeah, this one I, is really if good. If I don't hear this once a day, I'm not a happy person anymore. <laughs> That's great. All right, let it rip. <laughs> All right, well, we got to get something done here. <laughs> I love that. That is brilliant. Um, speaking of that man, uh, I'd like to take that uh, little segue and run with it, and I want to get into a little bit of finance news, get the boring stuff out of the way. We have so much fun coming up tonight with Laurel. I am so excited, Ben, and i got to tell you, I really want some revenge on your ass because you beat all of us last year, and... That's not going to fly this year. I cheated. I, I know. And the sad thing is, I'm Me the and Charlie one... had a little. Uh, oh really? Backdoor deal. <laughs> we cheated. Dog. We didn't. We all did horribly. But anyway, <laughs> Obama predicts trillion dollar deficits for years to come. This is not exactly something that I am. Obama. I mean, I, I understand why he's saying it, but at the same yeah. time, I'm not exactly thrilled that the president elect comes out and says it. But anyway, the Democratic dominated Congress meets Tuesday to confront the economic crisis. Of course, we're a little bit ahead of this article. And President elects Barack Obama's ambitious ag- agenda. It talks about it Obama. here. Obama predicted Tuesday that the nation could see trillion-dollar deficits for years to come. That's a quote. But said the country needs to continue spending taxpayer dollars to get the economy back on track. Obama, speaking to reporters at his Washington transition office, they actually have a transition office, don't they, said he didn't want to get into specific budget numbers because his proposal is still being worked out with Mm. lawmakers and has to be submitted for debate. And and to his defense, I mean, I know he's been criticized before for not talking and answering questions he's been asked, but he was actually pretty good in this one. I saw it. I saw it live. He was pretty good. Yeah, he's also trying to. He's he's uh, especially towards the Gaza incident. He's really trying to keep it neutral and not say anything until he gets to the office. Yeah, I I actually have. I think I have an article about that. I guess you know. I guess I could understand it, Ben. But at the same time, I don't understand why. You know, we know he's very much pro-Israel. He's already said that several times. I don't understand why he just can't comment on what he Uh, thinks about it. I don't don't get that. I don't don't get it either. But I don't get. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Obama does expect a trillion dollar deficit before the next fiscal year budget is before it's even proposed. So we're, here's a quote. We're already looking at a trillion dollar budget deficit or close to a trillion dollar budget deficit and that potentially we've got trillion dollar deficits for years to come even with the economic recovery that we are working on at this point, Obama said. The president-elect was lobbying Capitol Hill as the 111th Congress convenes attempting to pitch an economy recovery package estimated to hit about 775 billion dollars uh there's i mean there's so much financing and i'm I'm just trying to you know go there's the biden comments and there's the um the bank of england policymaker coming out and he's you know like so many people he's predicting the collapse of the dollar but before Mm -hmm. i get there i do want to talk about this gates thing ben and and interrupt me at any given time uh, you know ron paul actually gave comments in in regards to that too so yeah we we do have that clip so in fact there is and once again folks you can check out all of the articles that we read as long as we follow our own policy here um you can always go to animalfarmshow.com and in the I have it written down because I always forget it the show news links section which is kind of like in the middle page mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll make it up a little bit sooner but it's uh, called show news links and you can check it out I actually did delicious the uh, Ron Paul went on to mercola.com and he did uh, give uh, an interview based on gold and, and the coming crisis so yes there's a nice. lot to have I don't think we could even get to that um, so soon but there is Robert Gates and I'm, I'm trying to find it and of course I'm not going to be able to find it but uh, I'll get Damn you, Internet 
Ted. <laughs> oh, my God. And I got some great intro articles for tomorrow, by the way, but I, it's a whole other bag. Um, the Okay, here we go. There you go. Great job. Gates now is projecting the Pentagon needs $70 billion more for wars. And that's the article I wanted to talk about afterwards because now we're talking about another stimulus package, mm-hmm. which I guess is just we need this, Ben. I guess we just need this to go Bullshit. on. Otherwise, the economy is going to collapse. How many more of these are we going to have? But sure enough, now Gates now projects Pentagon needs $70 billion more on top of the $65.9 billion already in the works. Oh, wow. We, yes, I, this is... This is um, a bit uh, peculiar, if you ask me. U.S. Defense Secretary Robert Gates estimates that the Pentagon will need about $70 billion more to pay for the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan this year, on top of the $65.9 billion already approved by Congress. If Congress supports that amount, Gates estimates is needed. Total spending on the wars will hit $927.7 billion since 2001. In a three-page letter dated December 31st, Gates told House of Representatives Defense uh, Appropriations Subcommittee Chairman... John Murtha, that the military needed 69, <laughs> Jesus, $69.7 billion in extra funds in fiscal 2009 to fund operations, replace equipment lost or worn out in the wars, and replenish supplies. Yeah, we, we live in a pretty uh, bureaucratic com- country if you have to take a breath. <laughs> I, it, I mean, <laughs> my it. goodness. I mean, that's a hell of a title. Uh, I, I wish I had a title like that. Um, that would bring the total war spending for fiscal 2009, which began on October 1st, to about $136 billion, the lowest in two years. So it's, you know, I, I think it's of concern. I think Gates is probably going to stay on in either way. Uh, it doesn't seem like these wars are going to end anytime soon, Ben. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm out of line there. I think uh, we're definitely going to keep troops in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan is going to get some more. And who knows what's going to happen with Iran. Uh, I'm sitting on my computer. Oh, we, are we getting someone on the uh, on the thing here? Hello? Can you hear us? Yeah, this is the problem with Zoiper. Is <laughs> phones? The hell is that? I have no idea. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Well, does anybody want to hear uh, Ron Paul's take on this? Yeah, go ahead. Play that, and I'll, fi- I'll try yes. to figure out who's uh, who's on the line here. Because no, we're not. We're not I haven't taken a phone call yet. Interesting. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Barack Obama warning that we could see trillion-dollar deficits for years to come. He's also proposing a stimulus plan that could top a trillion dollars. Well, he's now from Washington to talk more about all of this. Is the former presidential candidate, Republican Congressman Ron Paul of Texas. So, Congressman, we, we know some of the details of this stimulus plan, combination of tax breaks and spending, maybe even tax subsidies for some people who don't earn enough money to make uh, to actually pay income taxes. What do you think of the whole proposal, that you, as, as you know it thus far? Well, I, I think it's just more of the same. It's uh, more spending and more debt, and I don't think it'll solve the problem. It's turning the spending responsibilities over to government rather than individuals, and that's not the way you make an economy work. That's what we've been trying to do for years, and we've accelerated that in the last year. And it's just uh, stumbling along. It reminds me of the 1930s. And we're going to spend a lot of time and a lot of money doing this, but it's not going to solve our problem. You know, they say that we're going to have trillion-dollar deficits for years to come. At the same time, we want to be fiscal conservatives and start talking about budgetary reforms. Like changing the budget is a tactical thing, and it's only a budgetary problem. But to me, it's a philosophic problem. Why are we spending all this money? Why do we run the world empire, and why do we have a welfare state? And how did we get ourselves into this mess, and how did we uh, allow this monetary system to do this to us, but we cannot solve our problem by doing exactly the same thing that got us into this mess. This idea, Congressman Paul, of trillion-dollar deficits for years to come, it's almost like trillion has become the new billion, and if you say it quickly, maybe it doesn't hurt so much, but just how much pain could this leave for our children and grandchildren? Well, you know, we talk about that a lot, and we should, 
but I'm afraid that this generation is going to suffer because I think the confidence eventually will be lost. You know, if $2 trillion a year budget uh, doesn't seem to quite work and that's the tactic, why not have a $4 trillion? Eventually the confidence will be lost. It'll be lost in the system. The financial system broke down because they lost confidence mm -hmm. in it because it was built on uh, illusions. But soon they're going to lose confidence in the dollar. Now that'll be a crisis that'll be much bigger than the crisis we're facing so, today. So, so if you were the president's chief economic advisor or you were running the budget office, what would you do? I would balance the budget and I would tell people Radical. to save their money and that uh, we should cut spending. But where we would cut spending is not domestic. We spend over a trillion dollars a year maintaining our world empire. We can afford to do less overseas because what we do overseas just causes problems for us. The Soviet system came down because they overextended themselves in Afghanistan. They bankrupted that country. And actually, Osama bin Laden said, I'm going to bankrupt the Soviets, and they'll have to leave, and they did. Right. We're doing the same thing. So, so but we're too extended. We could cut balance the budget, cut spending, and let the people go back to work, go to savings, and let the market operate. So, Dr. Paul, you, you, you obviously know a lot about economics, you know a lot about finance, but, but noted and, and Nobel Prize winning economist Paul Krugman has said, we need to have a stimulus package, it needs to be a big stimulus package, and we need to have it quickly. Every time it's the same well, excuse, Ben. Yeah, Why don't you hang on? We got a break coming up. It's we always need it. Everything we always need this next step. Otherwise, martial law. His answer to this is, is awesome. By okay, the way. well so we'll come we'll, back. With we'll come it. back with that, folks. Stay tuned. Animalfarmshow.com. Anyone that would like to participate in this program, remain here. The rest of you get the f out of here. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the chain.
Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Obama! Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. 512-879-3805, number to reach us. If you'd like to join the chat room, I don't even know. I should give this out right now. DeadlineLive.info. Of course, yeah. Uh, it's getting go, quite thrifty in the yes, chat there. room. Yes, go there. Go there and discuss. maggots. Go there and discuss what's happening nothing on the like, animal farm. Nothing like healthy debate. So, Ben, yeah, play the end of that clip. In fact, why don't you rewind it a bit because the, the punchline needs the, uh, the the prop up, if you will, the softball. It does. It does. Here yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Paul, you, you, you obviously know a lot about economics, you know a lot about finance, but, but noted and, and Nobel Prize winning economist Paul Krugman has said, we need to have a stimulus package, it needs to be a big stimulus package, and we need to have it quickly. Well, yeah, he comes from a different view, but I doubt if he ever read Austrian economics. I don't even know if he knows who Mises is and Hayek yeah. and Rothbard, the people who talked about free market. He's not a free market person. Matter of fact, we haven't had free market policies in this country for a long, long time because once you have a Federal Reserve system, they are the central economic planners. They manipulate the economy by artificially lowering interest rates. So the economists you hear from in our universities and in from Washington, D.C. are all interventions. They're liberals. They're Keynesians. So if they're still winning the Nobel Prize for economics, then we're in serious trouble. But fortunately for us, there are a lot more people in this country who are waking up to the fact that the culprit is really the Federal Reserve, the monetary system, and this spendthrift Congress that we have and, and government. And once that's realized and we have enough people, it will change because we can't continue to do what we're doing now. Well, Something has to give. Yeah, there's no question that this idea of running multi-year trillion dollar deficits right. is, is more than just a little shocking. Congressman Ron Paul, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for coming. And, and, yep. I gotta, and, I, and giving credit to that host, I don't know his name, but he's a Fox News guy, I think. I think he's on Fox News. Uh, no, he's he was, on CNN. Yeah, it was on CNN. Right, right, right. right. My fault, my fault. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like how much, how many more of these huge stimulus packages is it going to take? At least in my opinion, to you know, to make people start thinking, maybe this is not the best way to start doing things, or this is not the best way to bail out the economy. Because how many, yeah. how, I mean, how many more Federal Reserve dollars are we going to print up to try to? Yeah, there you go, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> and of course, once again, folks, out of Mercola.com, I'm not going to play this because we've already played a lot of clips. But uh, Ron Paul was also interviewed on their little show. Uh, it's a good website, folks. It's got health. It's got some economics, I suppose. Now, because I've never heard anything of economics coming out of it. But Mercola.com, and you can always check it out at Animal, Animal Farm Show. Dot com. So, yes. um, yeah, Ben, I, I just picked, I mean, for Christmas, one of, the, one of the gifts I asked for was Ron Paul's new book because I did want to read it. And, I, you know, I don't, I certainly don't agree with everything Ron Paul says. Yeah. Uh, not, well, a, not, I mean, not at all. But I've been meaning for a very, very long time to read a passage out of his book here. Yeah. <clears> okay. Well, yeah, read, a, go ahead, Ben. We, we have some time. Absolutely. Right? This is good. I like this. He says, consider, and this is about the, uh, this is on page 72 of Ron Paul's book, The Revolution of Manifesto. On his, the chapter called Economic Freedom, he says, Consider uh, a single most trivial example of government favoritism, sugar quotas. The United States government limits the amount of sugar that can be imported from around the world. These quotas make sugar more expensive for all Americans, since they now have fewer choices, choices as a result of diminished competition. The quotas also put a competitive disadvantage on uh, all, all those businesses that use sugar to produce their own products. That's one reason that American colas use corn syrup instead of sugar. American sugar, thanks to the quotas, is simply too expensive, and it also a reason that colas in other countries taste so much better. Uh, the number of people who work in the American sugar industry is, of course, very small when compared to the American population as a whole. How, then, did they manage to get a government policy enacted that harms the vast bulk of their fellow citizens? The answer is that the benefits are concentrated while the costs are dispersed. The small number of people who work in the sugar industry benefit substantially from the quota. It makes sense for the sugar industry to employ professional lobbyists first to get... Uh, and then to, co to continue this concentrated ch flow of benefits. On the other hand, since the cost of these policies are spread out across the entire American people, the cost to any one person, uh, purchaser of sugar or products contain containing sugar is very minor. It makes no sense for the general public to uh, marshal resources to lobby for the repeal of the program. Mm -hmm. So it did. that by me again. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, granted. It's showing how things are consolidated. You know, <clears throat> they, they, they make laws, they pass laws that say that. You know, only a certain amount of sugar is about the is is able to be purchased inside the United States, and that gives uh, you know the sugar industry certain benefits that that is passed on through lobbyists that go into Washington and and lobby for their their one um their one um what the hell the word their one industry to flourish. Right. So it kind of gives them an uh, uh, an advantage over over other industries based on the laws that are being passed. So I mean that type of that's not really the open source market that we all think that we have. And yeah. he kind of points that out in his book. I just thought it was interesting. Well, I tell you, just the first, for me at least, and I've only gotten so, I think I've only read about 30 pages in. I've just started the book yesterday. But um, anybody, I mean, even if you don't agree with Ron Paul, if you do, uh, you have friends who maybe they just never even heard of the guy, it's a great book. It's a great gift. It's not that long. It's an, it's a pretty easy read. He's it a is. very, very good, very articulate writer. But just the first, I mean, just the, the preface or the prologue, whatever, no, yeah, the prelogue, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Um, just that little. Um, the foreword, yes. Thank, no, it's the. It's beginning just what the hell's the, the word my my brain preface dang i had to write one of three you told me that you read 16 books <laughs> oh boy oh, oh easy 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 oh boy i'm gonna have some people going in here but the preface alone is just a great setup it is it's for great. you know what to expect in the book yeah the entire book really just contains uh, so many so many of those different perspectives that people aren't normally used to i mean ron paul when he gets on cnn he obviously gets a lot of feedback because people aren't used to seeing somebody like that's perspective you know when he's 
He's a conservative, a, a very conservative conservative. An old school conservative. An old school, <laughs> Barry Goldwater Jr. type of conservative. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and he doesn't get a lot of attention. So when he does get attention, people look at his perspective and go, wow, wow, that's a really interesting perspective. I've never seen that before. Um, so it's really good that that uh, that he put out this book, and this actually this book was actually the highest rated book on Amazon.com last yeah. year, 2008. So well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he obviously uh, talks wow. uh, a lot about how humbled he's been about his campaign and how successful it was. I mean, he broke all kinds of records on the internet. He broke yeah. his own record in this in the you know in three months later on, whatever it was, just for raising money on the internet, and it really was outstanding. And it just you know it was nice to see that there are so many people that do have uh, you know freedom and liberty of mind. And one of the things that I guess, you know, and I'll get off it after after this point, but one of the things that really touched me was he said at a lot of his rallies he would see so many people of different uh, backgrounds, ethnicities, you know, all, all different types of people, and even you know, politically, uh, you know, I guess motivated persons, libertarians, conservatives, uh, liberals, yeah. you know, uh, survivalists, you know, whatever. Almost, uh, almost the entire spectrum would be at these rallies, talking with him and and sharing at least the same objective. And I think that's what the goal here is. Well, um, I think yeah, it, the same objective is stop spending money. Yeah, well, you know, it's like stop it's, digging the hole. I mean, like it's yeah, a crazy, it's a crazy notion that we're just spending so much money, and and now we're printing money out of thin air even more and spending it more towards a problem that that inflation was a problem in the first place. It's like what what are we doing? Yeah, what the, the hell are we doing? It is, and I'll make the transition here to Biden because now I mean I have. To to, I'm not making any assumptions, but we have to look at the people that are going to take over in two weeks, and we have to look at what their minds are all about. What are they saying? What are they doing? What are they, you know, implying in a lot of ways? Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, yeah, I'll go right to it out of Politico, a Biden on the economy, and he's saying, well, we're at war. So, you know, every single time one of these stimulus packages comes around, it's always pushed through whatever excuses they come up with. But um, you tell me what you think after I'll read a couple sentences here, Ben. But Vice President-elect Joe Biden likened the country's economic crisis to the attacks on 9-11 Monday in a private meeting on Capitol Hill. My goodness, is that the excuse for everything? We're at war, Biden told congressional leaders of both parties during their sit-down with Barack Obama in the Capitol. According to two sources familiar with the exchange, it's not the first time the vice president-elect has used stark language to underscore the perilous state of the economy. In an interview last month on ABC's... Who wrote this? <laughs> this is Jonathan Martin out of Politico. Why? No, it's just it's just very I'm sensational. Try, I'm trying to. This re- is very sensational. I'm sorry. Well, thank you, Ben. I'm trying to give it some uh, some credence as well while I read it. And of course, we have a funny little song for you guys, and we'll come back after this break. Much more. We'll get off the economy, get onto craziness. A lot more to uh, still ahead. Stay tuned. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. 
Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. My goodness, 512-879-3805. It is your show. It's the Animal Farm. We're here. We're live. We're crazy. We have Charles Ratner in studio just waiting to slap us with the first episode of season two of Folks. Are you going to take it easy on us? No. This, uh, this you better, no, you better not, Charles. Easier. You better not, Charles. Um, <laughs> if, if those of you who are new to the Animal Farm or at least have never who have never experienced Law or Lie, it is America's favorite game show, and it does return tonight, folks. It is only, I don't know, like 15 minutes away, so let's get through all this crap. Uh, very nice. Never mind the important stuff. Let's get through it. Uh, Biden on the economy, blah, blah, blah. He's compared to 9-11, and he does come out, and I'll read maybe a quote here, but... Um, you know, the, the point we're trying to make, what we left off with, every time the stimulus packages come around, they're always pushed through. We talked about Henry Paulson uh-huh. threatening martial law, whatever the hell he implied with that. But uh, every single time, it's, oh, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. And, of course, Ron Paul maybe a select few of the only uh, naysayers when it comes to these things. We're at war, Biden told congressional leaders. No. And then uh, afterwards, he says, Biden said that a stimulus package was needed to keep the economy from absolutely tanking. And... Uh, 
I don't know, Ben. You know, I'm not an economic kind of guy. I don't buy it. It just seems like the more we do this, the more our economy is tanking. The more we mm-hmm. bail out these companies uh, and not put the money back into our own pockets, even though it is Federal Reserve notes, doesn't seem like it's going to do much of uh, any good to yeah, American I mean, citizens. Yeah, we're we're pretty far away from an, any type of election cycle. I mean, yeah. we just had an election, so we're we're handing over our economy to. Uh, an organization, our government, that's not really accountable to anybody. That's absolutely I mean, right, you know, and, and that's why we, you know, that's why we plug Ron Paul's book. Because, like I said, even if you don't agree with him, and there's some things that I don't even know if, if we'd be able to, uh, you know, in, in employ in today's society. But yeah. I think it's important to read where he's coming from because he does kind of bring you back to founding father mentality and how you can compare and contrast it to where we are today. So I think it is very interesting yeah. reading. And one of the things that I really liked about his book and and his philosophy and his perspective is that he's not like. All right, we need to change all this right now. We need to. Uh, he's not some crazy. Ra- he has transition plans for 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 everything, or had I guess <laughs> transition plans before he uh, you know lost the uh, the election. But he sure. had transition plans for everything. Um, so it wasn't like uh, we're going to uh, banish the Federal Reserve and then the economy is going to collapse and people are going to riot in the streets. Like he, he and then had, we'll fix things. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll fix things. He had right. transition plans for all that. Right. I mean, don't it, it's, be economic, girly man. Yeah, and this is the kind of issue. I mean. <laughs> I don't really buy the liberal conservative labels. I don't even think that those things even mean anything anymore. And I think this is the kind of issue, unlike some of the other stuff that we've dealt with in the past couple of days and weeks here on the farm. I think if nothing else, folks, can we not at least get together as Americans and talk something, you know, about finance and just at least all agree that, you know, the direction that the country's heading right now as far as what we spend, how we spend, how much we spend uh, is certainly not helping us in any way. It's just making things worse and worse and worse. Yeah. We could talk about why, but let's get to that point first. And of course, the Bank of England policy Maker predicts unprecedented dollar collapse now. I mean, this is, what, the 18th guy this year what? who's done it or la- since last year. Warns that within five years, global dumping of dollar assets could be complete. Now, we've heard this before. Now, the dollar has survived. It actually rallied a couple months ago, so we don't know. But the former member of the Bank of England's Monetary Policy Committee has predicted a massive collapse of the dollar within the next two to five years, warning that a government increase in spending under President-elect Obama could be disastrous. Uh, William Buter, I think it's Buter, or maybe Butier, whatever, who served the BOE from June 1997 to May of 2000, has stated that he expects to see the plug pulled from under the dollar as foreign investors turn away from the dollar and other U.S.-backed assets, including government bonds. And no, I'm not kidding. I wish this wasn't real. I wish this wasn't happening. I mean, we, and we already pretty much talked about the Washington Post article. Yeah. U.S. debt is expected to, of course, rise this year. I mean, none of this is really news in, in, mm-hmm. in the news sense, but it is worth reporting because it's something that we are going to deal with. We are yeah. here. You know, we're I mean, on this track. It does. It all boils down to confidence, and you know, a lot of a lot of foreign countries out there don't have confidence. I have this article out of the BBC right here. Venezuela slashes U.S. dollar quota. Right. The Venezuelan government has cut the official number of dollars Venezuelans can spend abroad with their credit cards from five thousand to twenty five hundred dollars sure. uh, per year. So. Um, that's just one measure that that's just one result of of what's happening in this whole thing. And uh, I don't know. I think your memory's better than mine, Ben. But what was the uh, pay increase for Congress? What was it? I was uh, I think forty two hundred dollars <laughs> each um, a year. Each a year, or 40, 42 or 47. I can't remember exactly which one. Unbelievable. But uh, essentially, they're going to be getting $175,000 <laughs> per year with the lowest approval rating of all time oh of any goodness. Congress uh, that's ever existed since they started pulling the numbers. Um, and and this, is just, this is how we reward these people. It's, it, it's mind-boggling. It and, really and, is. And you know what? I wanted to mention one more thing about that um, that I forgot to mention yesterday, but it is, it is um, what they call a... Involuntary. It's. It's. It, I guess every so. Uh, I, I don't even know the word for it. Every so often. In they, finance, you're saying. They, 
they have to get a pay increase every so often. Oh, okay, so it's and in the rule is, book. Yeah, so uh-huh. well, it's not a, it's not in the rule book, but it is. <laughs> Whatever that might be. But it's it's some freaking law that got passed, I'm sure, by some congressman that thought he wasn't getting paid a lot. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so it is it is heading to that point where it's 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 part of the plan, uh, the long term plan. But sure. I, I I still am like, don't give him any for more freaking money. Oh, come on. Are ruining I mean, the country know, as geez, it is. My, my goodness. I mean, it gets out of out of control. And then finally, for I guess on the finance front here, Ben. I mean, I was once again digging at about 3:30 in the morning, <laughs> which is when I do most of my research anyway. But sometimes I have these amazing nights <clears throat> where I come out with some really good stuff. And of course, I couldn't help but notice the Henry Kissinger appearance oh, on uh, YouTube. And uh, let's just. Uh, some people say that rocket is, everything will stop a few days before the Obama uh, inauguration. That this is all very politically motivated. Uh, do, you, do you think that's true? I think it's a continuing process. The fundamental problem is can. Uh, how cool would it be if we got his voice to do a promo on the Animal Farm? Like, this is the Animal conduct itself in a way that it is not. He's talking, they're talking about the Gaza conflict, but he does say that what Obama should do is to establish a new world order. I mean, yeah. he says it. I'm not saying it. Then there will have to be a negotiation eventually, and soon, between Israel and the Palestinians uh, about an overall peace settlement. What do you think the most important thing is for Barack Obama? Obviously, you're here to talk about uh, the anniversary for U.S.-China diplomatic relations. But if you had to say this is going to be the country or the conflict or the place that will define the Obama administration, what would it be? The president-elect is coming into office at the moment when there are upheavals in many parts of the world simultaneously. You have India, Pakistan. You have have, uh, uh, the uh, jihadist movement. So he can't really say that it's one problem, that it's the most important one. Uh, but he can give a new impetus to American foreign policy, partly because the reception of him is so extraordinary around the world. I think his task will be to develop an overall strategy for America in this period when really a new world order can be created. It's a great opportunity. It isn't such a crisis. In this period, when really a new world order can be created, it's a great opportunity. It isn't just a crisis. It's a great opportunity, he says. I don't understand a word you just said. Now, you know, again, with, with this whole new world order thing, I mean, regardless of what I think it means, what you think it means, this is what we're hearing this now. This just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is he talking about? What does he want Obama to do? Uh, and I've, I've been accused already of, you know, creating, I've, I've already accused Barack Obama of failing. He hasn't been sworn in yet. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But at this point, I just like to ask questions, and especially with this type of uh, dialogue. We heard Bushina talk about this plenty of times. What is going on here, and what does he mean by that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what does he mean by new world order? What does new world order mean? You know, Hitler used that hmm, term. A lot yeah. of other people use that term as well. Um, and it's it's literally just a consolidation of things. It's a consolidation of economies, uh, treaties. European U- Union is a fine example of the of the new world order where sovereign countries join into this union and they kind of give up their sovereignty um, in order to be. Uh, I guess in trade with all these places, and uh, you know, it's it's just uh, the, the reason the reason that it bugs me out that Henry Kissinger comes out and says this this lumpy fool, former Secretary of State, yeah, is because he you know he says that this is an advantage, this is a, a good opportunity, and it's an opportunity for him to gain more power, right, to centralize control mm-hmm. into something that him and his cronies can can capitalize on. And, uh, and screw over the, the poor man. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I think a lot of people just get lost in the conspiratorial side of things. Regardless of that side of things, 
because the bottom line is that this is what they're saying. What do they mean by these things? And uh, if we can find out that fact or those facts or these facts, uh, how is it going to affect America in the next year or two yeah. years? I mean, it's like you mentioned the New World Order, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's very conspiratorial, and you're you know, you're know, being conspiracy of theorists. It, but it's natural. They Every go time. out there and they say it all the time that we want a New World Order, <laughs> and we're working towards a New World Order, uh, but we're the conspiracy theorists. I plan to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> no question. But, yeah, I mean, listen, that's on the raw story. Once again, folks, Animal Farm Show. We will get back to crazy news, but I do once again want to remind you, Dick Cheney, uh, he's up for a nomination on the Animal Farm. We need to name this man yeah. for the Animal Farm deck of cards, which we will, of course, sell at a great profit. And just uh, as a little uh, side note, no I, I think it was Mark or maybe Vol, one of those people did recommend the sheep. We have to create the sheep, and I'm going to get on that this weekend. Uh, we're going to have branded sheep to sell. You can have maybe even customize them for your wife or your hubby, uh, <laughs> but we have to get Animal Farm sheep and, and obviously T-shirts and, and thongs, and I'll stop there. But uh, anyway, Dick Cheney, right, yeah, back back on track here. Dick Cheney, three names to choose from. You can vote at info at animalfarmshow.com. Please do vote for this. We will uh, describe and give you the results Friday, final segment on our show. Dick Vader, Discharge Dick, and Turd Sandwich. Folks, you got to vote. Uh, this is important to the Animal Farm. We have to get this deck of cards made, and every Monday we're going to announce yeah. a new politician, I think, as long as we keep the uh, interest going. Otherwise, you know what? Forget it and screw it. Um, so it is that that's basically there. And then finally here, uh, and once again, we are just playing the keep people in check game. I'm not assuming anything, but at this, at this point, uh, I'm just wonder, you know, trying to figure out what the first steps are going to be January 20th. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this <clears throat> this country is obviously founded on checks and balances, and, yeah. and we are being uh, we are being that balance. And you know, I, I will be the first one to call Obama out as being pro-war. I don't know how people got fooled into thinking he's anti-war because he's not, but now he's vowing apparently that to say that plenty will stay on the Middle East or in the Middle East after swearing in. U.S. President-elect Barack Obama Tuesday vowed to speak out about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict once he takes office, but insisted until then only President George W. Bush speaks for the U.S. After January 20th, I'm going to have plenty to say about the issue, and I'm not backing away at all from what I said during the campaign. At the beginning of our administration, we are going to engage effectively and consistently in trying to resolve the conflict that existed in the Middle East, he told reporters. Until then, my job is to monitor the situation, put together the best possible national security team so that we hit the ground running once uh, we are responsible for the national security issues. And, you know, there you go. To be fair, his job is to monitor, and so so is ours. That's exactly what we're doing. We're monitoring. Um, predictions don't matter at this point. Uh, Obama has been criticized for not speaking out more forcefully amid the Israeli mil- military assault on the Gaza Strip. Now into its 11th day. So, of course, folks, when we get back, the fun begins. Lorelai, Charles Ratner, laughs, drinking, and, of course, your phone calls afterwards. Stay tuned, folks. I'm going to make that long-legged Mac Daddy tell me where he was born and who he is and where he came from. I'm going to demand the truth. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully.
All right, folks, we are back. It is time, finally, and I've been anticipating this for a long time, and this is just a taste of what's uh, to come in the future, but of course, Charles Ratner is in studio. Let's first get his mic working. What do you think? Charles, are you there? I am. Okay, Charles, how are you, my good friend? Doing great. Have you, have you, uh, have you dealt with our first hour okay? Was it all right for you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw you shaking your head, rolling your eyes a couple of times. Yeah, shut up, Pyth. You know what? I refrain from throwing things, but you guys are doing a great Well, Ben already broke always. a scotch glass in the, during that last break, yeah, so we're already so breaking scrappy. his places. Don't break. You know what? Take the scotch off of the microwave, okay? Let's do that. Why don't you do that now, Ben? Because <laughs> 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 if you break that, I don't care. We're going to be in big trouble. That was a, that was a gift for me uh, from Pyatt. That's mine to break. Oh, but, but the canter's yours. Well, I don't so care. Yeah, well, never mind. Anyway, all right, let's do this. Uh, I need a drum roll. <laughs> I need to start Lorelei. I need to start laughing in this in this uh, horrific day and age. Go ahead, Pyeth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play. That's right, folks. Lorelei season two is officially here. And I don't care who you are, and I don't care what your thoughts on politics are. You should enjoy this segment, and this is how we can get all get together and be friends and be merry. Of course, Laura Lai, Charles Ratner, is going to give us four laws. I think I said three yesterday, so my bad on that. It is four laws. Charles is a legal correspondent. He isn't an actual lawyer. That's a fact. And he's going to give us four laws, and our job eventually will have you uh, be able to participate uh, out there in the world. But right now, it's just us, just for fun. And uh, out of these four laws, one of them is bunk. The rest are true, Ben, but they all sound unbelievable a lot of times. And Charles also comes up with really cool themes. So I'm going to give it over to Charles. He's going to read them. I'll read them the second time, and then we will guess and then make fun of one another and then throw things. Okay, Charles, why don't you get started? Season 2, Episode 1 of Lorelei. All right, here we yeah. go. Woo! Uh, law number one. These are all uh, for the new year, by the way. New year, okay, great. As of January 1st, 2009. Three of these four laws are true. Number one, <laughs> under Arizona state law, the fine for obscuring the word Arizona on your license plate, like by putting a decorative frame around the plate or whatever, right. is now five times that for not wearing a seatbelt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> law number two, under California state law, it is illegal to read a text message while driving. Son of a bitch. <laughs> law number three, in Georgia... Insurance co- uh, companies offering high-deductible health care plans are subject to increased state and local taxes. And law number four, in Illinois, it is legal for any business having $50,000 or more in state contracts to contribute to the campaign of a state official who has oversight of their contracts. Oh, boy. You know, wow, after number man. one, I was like, okay, I think I'm getting a grasp of it. Wow. This is not easy. Folks, I will read them again, of course. The microphone I gave Charles, not, ex- not exactly the best mic, so I'm sorry about that, Charles. Uh, once again, there's four laws. Folks, three of these laws are true. One of them is false, and yeah. we'll hear the obvious after we're done. Uh, this is all about the new year, and I'll start from law number one. Under Arizona state law, the fine for obscuring the word Arizona on your license plate is now five times that for not wearing a seatbelt. So five times more than if you get caught not wearing a seatbelt. Law number two, under California state law, it is illegal to read a text message while driving. Yeah. (laughs) Law number three, in Georgia, insurance companies offering high deductible health plans are subject to increased state and local taxes. Boy. And finally, law number four. In Illinois, it is illegal for any business having $50,000 or more in state contracts to contribute to the campaign of a state official who has oversight of the contract. 
Wow. I mean, I can't yeah. even understand that. <laughs> that All right, last so one is... Uh, that's woo. just... Man, you know, if that one turns out to be uh, true, I'm going to be... No, you know what? I'm going to go with my initial because I always screw it up. I, I never go with my gut, and I'm going to go with my gut this time. What we do, folks, is we have a drum roll. We always do drum rolls in the album form. It's all we have, really. And uh, we, we hang, you know, put our fingers up in the air, and I usually give you the bird, Ben. And then so I will. You know, we, we tell each other what we're thinking on, you know, on the drum roll. Pyeth, are you ready to make your decision? You seem like you're pondering stuff. Okay, we're going to give Pyeth about another 10, maybe 15 seconds because he's Pyeth. And right. without him, nobody would ever listen to the show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Don't show him anything, Charles. No, you show him the, the question. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too, Charles. We had to email all the questions to, to the people before the show, and we'll just take a, a test because Ben's got to write them down sometimes, and that's not cool. Um, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with my answer, folks. This is very exciting. Right, are, are we holding Once again, at the same time, right? Tw- it, it, it's 20 episodes long okay. every season. It's 20 episodes. You have to win by two. That's the rules. Those are the rules. Those are not up for debate. We need a drum roll. We need to put our fingers up in the air and throw things after the drum roll is over. Yeah, well, voting first. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, oh okay. okay. So Ben and right. I, Ben and I have picked number two. We smell some bait here. Yeah. We smell some dirty, seems like a dirty ass here under California state law. It is illegal smell to smell some dirty ass. <laughs> I'm trying to be, ar- <laughs> trying to be articulate. Ben, leave me be. <laughs> under California, st- oh boy. And my screensaver just went on. Under California state law, it is illegal to read a text message while driving. Ben and I have picked that as the falsity, as the false law, the bunk. Pi has picked number one. Under Arizona state law, the fine for obscuring the word Arizona on your license plays now five times that for not wearing a seatbelt. If that's false charge and it's like three times, we're going to be fighting during the next break. <laughs> I need a drum roll now, so I that think. Was and we're going to give Charles is going to give us the answer at the end of the drum roll. All right, Charles. Uh, 2009 is not starting out well for oh, you. Oh, son of man. a bitch. It's Tell number three. It's oh. number three. Damn it. Damn it, Charles. Damn it. Okay, so, so what was uh, number three? Uh, if, if you're in Georgia and you want to offer uh, Georgians high-deductible health care plans where, you know, it's cheaper insurance somewhat, but right. you, get ten, you have to pay the first $10,000, uh, you don't have increased taxes. You are now operating tax-free in the state of Georgia. Congratulations. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm going to put down the scoring already, and you're right, Charles. We are already off to a horrible, damn it, horrible start here. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping telling. Yeah, Mark was right. Thank you, Pi, for letting me know. Mark in the chat room. And meanwhile, he did it on a delay, so maybe Mark should be hosting this show, not us. i got to be honest with you. This it's is mighty fine talent you got there, you know what? You know what happened was? Uh, the first season, we got the first, like, two weeks right, and we were like, all right, you know, we're, we're good. We're, you know, we know what we're talking. We don't know anything. And sure enough, uh, we are 0 for 1 here on the first episode of it season 2. It felt good to try again, though. It does it feel good, Ben. I mean... Even even the odds should play more in our favor, and we can't even do that. But anyway, yes, indeed, the false law is in Georgia. Insurance companies offering high-deductible health plans are subject to increased state and local taxes. But, folks, I will read the three correct laws. And I smelled the fish in the California one because I figured maybe it was something along the lines of you can't send a text message, but you can read one or something like that. But yeah. here are the – these laws are true, folks. You can look them up. I'm not lying. Or, you know what, maybe Charles is lying. But either way, they are true. Uh, law number one, under Arizona state law, the fine for obscuring the word Arizona on your license plate is five times that for not wearing a seatbelt. That's true. Uh, number two, under California state law, it is illegal to read a text message while driving. That is true as well. And finally, number four, in Illinois, it is illegal for any business having $50,000 or more in state contracts to contribute to the campaign of a state official who has oversight of the contract. Charles, once again, you've totally fibbed us. Bamboozled. Or, 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 no, that's actually not, not, not the right word. You fooled us. Not fib. You have not lied. Thank you. Laura Lai. There you go, folks. America's favorite game show. We, we are so happy. Thank you, Charles. You make it You make it fun. You make it great. 
And I'm really looking forward uh, to the end of the season. 20 episodes, uh, and of course you have to win by two in this game. Thank you. So right off the start, we are all 0-1, which I'm glad. I'm glad none of us got any points. That's why we're on an even playing field. Uh, and when we get back, folks, more crazy Animal Farm news, information, and, of course, conspiracy theory. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Here, Ben. Let this roll for a bit. I love this song. Yeah, I'm gonna keep you on the show with us here, Charles, because your your mic's actually there. Um, yeah, you made a good point there, Charles. Uh, and that point was that uh, you know, even though the rules are you have to win by two, he said that we have to get at least two right. <laughs> no. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I man. know. I gotta tell you the truth. He's so good at this. Now, Charles, uh, humor me for a second here. I mean, is this gonna be a weekly thing? Every Wednesday, I mean, is it is that what we're going to be? Because I want to tell the fans or is listening it be a monthly thing. I want to tell the fans listening what they what they can expect. No, I'd love to do it weekly. All right, we'll do it live. Do it live. That's right. Um, okay, folks, there you go. You've gotten your first taste. A lot of these people have uh, of Lorelai, the famous game show, the American all American game show here in the Animal Farm, and we hopefully will come up with other ones. But this one really did take off. We started this on Revere, and we've brought it here now to the great and unbeatable WFURadio.com. Uh, WFU I like Radio. To play. That's right. We do like to play. And I do have a funny article, and I do have actually an interesting story that I think is worth – I mean, at least you guys thought it was worth telling. I didn't think it was necessarily worth telling, but I think yeah. it's somewhat inspirational, man, because I know over the past couple of days – and now if you're – anybody in the chat room knows, man, there's been a lot of conflict, a lot of controversy, name-calling, and, uh, you know, just people disagreeing about 9-11. It's, you know – folks, you know, if you're new to the show, we're not a 9-11 show. That's, that's just the fact. I mean, we've been on the air since October 17th of 07. Uh, we do not talk about 9-11 that much. We're not a 9-11 conspiracy show doesn't say that we're not going to talk about it. We do bring it up whenever news comes up. Yeah. But there's been a lot of people you know, that uh, question us, what we think, this and that. So that's fine. We're all about that. We're all about everybody's opinion. And believe me, if we can get people uh, to debate 9-11, that'd be great on the show because we try to keep an open mind. But that being said, um, it was a very interesting morning for me. I actually got a call from one of the gentlemen who yeah. uh, called mm-hmm. us yesterday during the show. And I guess you could say he was a disagreer. I'm not really sure. I wouldn't want to label anybody, but he didn't necessarily agree with us. Uh, and the conversation didn't go too far, but he called me this morning. It was about 8 o'clock in the morning, which, by the way, folks, I don't usually get up until about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so this wasn't exactly a nice awakening <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning to talk about 9-11, but I did do it because I do care. And uh, long story short, man, we, we talked about this and that, and we, we discussed things, and, you know, unlike a lot of other hosts out there, we're not experts on any particular field. We don't pretend that we know what's going on and we can predict the future. Yeah. That's not what we're about on the farm. Mm-hmm. We have a very open mind, and by all means, folks, if anybody wants to send us information contrary uh, that contradicts what we believe or whatever. For any reason, do it. Info at animalfarmshow.com. We receive as many emails as we can, and we do respond to many of them as well. Uh, but at, at the end of this conversation, Ben, I think there was kind of a breakthrough mm-hmm. where after all the name-calling and the bit of 
arguing, we we got to the point where we, we were complimenting one another and we were being yeah. gentlemen. Well, you were saying that you know, <clears throat> I it guess was a the, great experience, Ben. I got to be honest with you. It was a great experience, but you were you you were mentioning that you know it was a very. I guess it was very spirited and very, uh, you know, spirited, I guess is the word. And that, you know, he was kind of saying, man, you seem like such a cool guy, but I can't <laughs> believe you believe this. Well, and he was saying that to you and and, uh, and you were kind of, I guess, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, look, saying that to him, but wisely enough, Ben, I mean, you've taken we, we, you and I have a, maybe a different stance on 11, 9-11. But regardless, I mean, it, it is you have a, you make a great point that it's, it, it doesn't make any sense to just go on and on and, bur- and you know, just argue and a lot of times these arguments just absolutely get nowhere and I've been guilty of that hundreds of times Ben so I'm not trying to be a hypocrite but that being said I mean I just don't think that he was getting the same responses out of me that he gets from other people for example Mm -hmm. and you know I told him I was like look cuz you know send us any information you want we're open we want to do a debate we want to keep it uh, the field as open as possible because we don't we're not owned by anybody and we're not subject to any one mentality so either way I just wanted to say I don't want to I don't even know what his name is I don't even know what name he told me was even right but I do uh, appreciate that and like I said folks uh I, I I always put it out there. If you want to know my beliefs, give me a ring, shoot me an email, and I'll be happy to tell you what I believe. And he did that, even though it was extremely early. Please do not call me eight in the morning. Uh, that's just rude. <laughs> but you know what? But and, yeah, and overall, to, I mean, you had you had incredibly different opinions on the subject, but we you do. were able to yeah. you were able to work that out in in a way that you know he respected you and you respected him. And yes. maybe you'll look no at kidding. some of his information. He'll look at some of your information. You'll get one step closer to the truth. After exactly, Ben, exactly right. And after all the BS and the name calling was over, yes, we we became gentlemen and I think even kind of friends and I don't want to soften up anything but but that's a deal that was <laughs> oh my god you see why <laughs> so you can't be even slightly mushy on this show exactly I know because every time I do he plays the crying but sure enough no I mean you know what either way Ben to me thank you uh, it was sort of a breakthrough for me Ben because I've never had that quite that response usually I just leave the room and I'm like whatever man I can't yeah. I can't convince people of what I believe it doesn't really matter uh, but no it was a breakthrough I appreciate it and I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened and I tell you the most amazing thing happened after I hung up the phone Ben 8:45 in the morning I got up and made coffee now folks <laughs> you don't know me that well wow. you know I don't get up before 12 o'clock in the afternoon. It's just not my bag. I don't do it. So sure enough, it was an interesting story. I don't I even think, bother trying to call you, man. Well, I'm just like, I'll wait till oh, two or three. Are you, you know? kidding me? You know, my best friend calls me at 12. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not even remotely awake yet. Uh, but I wanted to share it with you folks because I know in the chat room there's been a lot of things going on and I know everybody's up in arms. And yes, we're going to disagree, folks. That's the way America is built. It's always going to be that way, so get used to it. I just think that we can do without the nonsense. And if we're going to talk about things, let's talk about specifics and let's try to respect one another as much as possible, and I will do my part, and of course you will, and Pyeth won't, but that's his job, right? <laughs> Pyeth, give me something. Give me, no. a, give me an Obama song, Pyeth. Would you, actually, you know, we got a break coming up uh, pretty soon, but give me an Obama song before the break. This way we can soften things. Yeah! This, uh... <laughs> Nice. So. <laughs> yes. I like that hip hop song too that you that, wanted. That was really fired up. Uh, <laughs> where'd you get your body from? <laughs> I oh. love that one. Oh my god. Well. 
<laughs> I love no, it. You don't play that one enough, Pius. That yeah, one's funny. That one's a really good one. That is a real treat for the folks listening. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Is this okay? There's more going on. Um, so sure enough, uh, the breakthrough, the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, it was worth me telling you. But you know, I know, I know, there's been a lot of craziness, and we we want to be, we want to remain friends here on the farm. We're doing this for you guys, and we really appreciate all the support. Break coming up when we get back. I want to talk about this uh, crazy article. Stay tuned. I don't even want to preface it or tease it. Stay tuned. <laughs> Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We were just uh, uh, touched by a heartfelt story from yes. Tony Pax. Yes, thank you, Ben. And, you know, about how we're all humans and we all had to should take, get along. I had to take my first power nap in how many years because when I get up that early, I got to the studio today and I barely could drive here. I was so tired. It's just my schedule was all screwed up. But like I said, it was it was a heartfelt, touching story, and it was the, the biggest breakthrough I've ever had on this particular subject in my entire life, which has not been going on that long. But that that being said, um, I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the world got stupider. <laughs> that just reminds me of that clip. Anyway, um, Ben, what do you want to talk about uh, now? I don't know. Do I don't usually talk about ask the, you. Uh, do you want to talk about the, the Israeli-Gaza conflict I and what's do. happening there? I do. I want to I want to fit in the one a piece of good news regarding education, although there's not too many of those. I have a lot of education news tonight, and I we're probably not going to get to half of it, not even close to that. But there is a report out of USA Today, and I think it's good news. But homeschooling is growing. The ranks of America's homeschooled children have continued a steady climb over the past five years, and now research suggests broader reasons for the appeal. The number of homeschooled kids hit 1.5. Five million in 2007, up 74% from when the Department of Education's National Center for Education Statistics started keeping track in 19. I got to do that every single time now. Started keeping track in 1999 and gave up 36%, 36% since 2003. The percentage of the school age population that was homeschooled increased from 2.2% in 2003 to 2.9% in 2007. There's, yeah, very cool. There's no reason to believe it would not keep going up, says Gail Mulligan, a statistician at the center. Uh, traditionally, the biggest motivations for parents to teach their children at home have been moral or religious reasons, and that remains a top pick when parents are asked to explain their choice. The 2003 survey gave parents six reasons to pick up uh, pick as their mo- motivation. They could choose more than one, of course. The 2007 survey added a seventh, an interest in a non-traditional approach, a reference to parents dubbed unschoolers who, who, yeah, who regard standard curriculum methods and standardizing testing as counterproductive to a quality education. And I actually agree with them. i got to tell you the truth. I mean, want to be uh, blunt about what has taken place. Yeah, I mean, Sometimes <laughs> when you don't measure, you just shuffle kids through. <laughs> then you wake up at the high school level and find out that the liter- literacy level of our children are appalling. Oh, God. That's a good one, Pi. We haven't heard that one in a while. Say goodbye time. to George Bush, America. Oh, my God. And then that's the other thing, too. We were hoping that Charles Ratner, who's still in studio, our legal correspondent, he was he's going to throw a big party for the end of the Bush term because, yeah. obviously, we, we all dislike him so greatly. Uh, unfortunately, I thought it was going to be on a weekday, and I figured maybe the Animal Farm would do a live show, but it might just be um, a Saturday. But we can maybe do, like, a podcast. What do you want to say, Charles? Just, just your show, too. Come on. Get up to the mic there, sir. We're having fun tonight. We had the first hour, which was dreary, and P.S. almost fell asleep. Now we're having fun. No, no, I'm doing an election or inauguration eve get together as well. Oh, it's just not going to be a big. It won't be the bash. Yeah, because it's a Monday night. Kind of like unleaded. Not everyone's got Tuesday off. So. I see. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe you know. Maybe we can do it. I know it's, it's going to be tough to bring our equipment, but either way, uh, we certainly will be there because uh, we're going to be celebrating either way. I don't care who's coming at this point. Let's get rid of this guy. Um, but yeah, I know somebody throw a shoe at him. <laughs> get him out of there. <laughs> oh God! What what will the textbooks write? And uh, so I have a lot of education news and a lot of other news. But yeah, why don't we get into it, Ben? Because this this I mean we've really not covered this at all. There was this one video that is still on our site right now where it is a aftermath of a bombing of a marketplace. Back into yeah. the dreary. I'm sorry, but yeah, that's folks, I mean if you have a strong stomach, and I don't care what your views are, it doesn't matter. Go to the AnimalFarmShow.com website, and if you get into that news section labeled Show News Links, uh, you can see it's in there somewhere down the page. You can 
can check it out. I think I posted it yesterday. So did you, Ben. You retrieved it because it was banned mm-hmm. from YouTube. Yeah. Another banned from YouTube clip. But yeah, I mean, folks, I mean, to see children legless bleeding in the street, to see soldiers legless, and to see women bleeding from their heads in the street, literally, it's a nine and a half minute video, something yeah. like that. Well, um, you know, I, I really came to an epiphany when I saw that video, and in, in, in my mind, because it just. It, it, it gave me the understanding of why these people have been fighting for so long and why they're going to continue to keep fighting for so long. Um, you know, when you look at that clip and you see how many children are out there and involved being brought into hospitals on both sides of the conflict, Israelis and Palestinian children, Absolutely. Um, you you get a feeling for for think about when these kids grow up and they walk around the streets. You know how many people are going to have no arms and legs walking around the streets, and how how often are people going to be reminded when they look at uh, at a child with no legs or no hands about what this war means and the hatred that it brings? And uh, you know, it's obviously if I were to walk around the streets and see children with no arms and no legs, and even adults with no arms and no legs uh, that maybe got suicide bombed in the seventy in the seventies and the eighties, right? Uh, it just remi- it's that constant reminder of what this other group of people did to you and why you need to continue to keep fighting them no question. and uh, it's just it's a it's a terrifying thing i mean you know 40 years down the road uh, there are going to be adults with no arms no legs or, or stubs everywhere and it's just going to be a constant reminder and these people are going to keep hating each other and keep uh, uh, going for it i mean it's just it's a very very sad thing but it's a horrible cycle cycle yeah and and mark in the chat room just labeled that video as terrible and i think that's probably the only word uh, you know gruesome yeah but it is a it's ter- horrible it's a terrible yeah. horrible video and I, I mean like i said i i don't want you to watch it because it's horrible but yeah i do want you to watch it uh because i think it's important to see firsthand uh, the non-hollywood deaths that are really occurring yeah. and i'm not taking sides ben neither are you it's just the fact that this is an 11-day war and already we're seeing so much. We, we, we're, we'll get into the depleted uranium issue. Apparently, that's being used as well. But just the initial shock of, of one market bombing mm-hmm. uh, is very well illustrated in this particular video. Yeah. And, you know, the comments underneath is, oh, this is staged by Hamas. This is a completely, you know, look, uh, you know, may, anything's but, you know, possible. It's but like, you know I, I, I really, Come on, man. I really do have a side in this, you know. And, yeah, and, I do too, Ben. And but is, is Israelis that are tossing bombs into, and there, there are reports out there saying that they're, you know, Purposely targeting civilians and their, you know, I guess journalists. Bomb, yeah, bomb the hospital and stuff like that. But anybody that's going out there and throwing bombs at each other, that's who's to blame. Mm-hmm. That's the side. I, that's the side I'm not taking. I'm mm-hmm. taking the side of the people that are peaceful, not the ones that are that are throwing the bombs yeah. on the Palestinian side and the Israeli side. It just seems like there's no. It's really. I mean, there are some people who are peaceful, but obviously both sides are fighting one another. So I mean, the the bottom line is, uh, and once again, folks, you can check it out animalfarmshow.com. You can also call this in tonight. Is pretty much the worst yeah. video ever made. It really is horrible, <laughs> folks. And it was it was banned from YouTube once or twice. I had it. The original link was from YouTube, and it was mm-hmm. uh, doubled on that page, and that that went away. And I think you did finally find it again. You found it again, and uh, you know you posted it on our website. But five one. Two eight seven nine three eight zero five is the number. If you want to talk about this or any other issue, get us off this topic. Good God! Uh, but we have to keep talking about it. this. is a very important thing. I mean, you know, who knows how long this war is going to go on? But of course, the UN last night calling for the the ceasefire for whatever it's worth to you um, for three hours. I mean, they that's that's how bad it is at this point. That's it's, how bad it is. Hey, can you people stop shooting at each other for three freaking hours? Let's just do this. Let's just start it. Right. No. You know, stop shooting at each other for three hours. Right. So. Um, why don't you do this, Ben? Why don't you start it off? I'm going to bring up some of my articles as well, and we'll just kind of we'll lean on this until the break, and then we'll see where it goes because it really is uh, pretty pretty depressing, like so much of the stuff that we talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any articles to say. I do have the CNN.com, um, and this is from Israel. Hamas mortars prompted attack near UN school. 
Um, yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, three artillery shells believed to be, have been fired by Israeli forces struck near the perimeter of a United Nations school in northern Gaza on Tuesday, killing at least 30 people and wounding 55, a U.N. official said. The Israeli military said Hamas militants had fired mortar shells at Israeli forces, prompting return fire, according uh, to its initial investigation. U.N. Relief and Works Agency Director John Ging said most of the casualties were outside the school in the Jabalaya, Jabalaya uh, refugee camp. It's a very built-up area, so of course it was entirely inevitable that if artillery shells landed in that area, there would be a high number of casualties. Um, but bombs near schools, I mean, just a, a horrible thing. Who the hell would shoot a bomb near a school? Yeah, well, you know. what? What? We, they, I mean, what scumbag would push the button? It was harboring, you know, some kind of militants. Who knows? And, of course, there's the other article I did want to talk about, and maybe not be to death here, but worth mentioning is the possibility of uh, Israel using depleted uranium against Gaza victims out of uh, PrisonPlanet.com. Medics have found traces of depleted uranium in victims of Israel's brutal attack on Gaza, according to Press TV report, uh, meaning the ultimate death toll could be far higher as future generations are plagued by cancers and, of course, birth defects. Norwegian medics told Press TV correspondent Akram al-Satari that some of the victims who have been wounded since Israel began its attacks on the Gaza Strip on December 27th have traces of depleted uranium in their bodies. Uh, you get the idea, folks. I'm sure many of you have seen Beyond Trees, and if not, check it out. And you could also check out this article uh, on our website, and I don't know if you could stomach the images that follow the article, but yes, they give you they, they, they do show certain examples of the effects of depleted uranium, and it's... Uh. One of the most inhumane, wow. disgusting things I've ever seen is just to see a baby yeah. in that shape. I don't even know. I can't even describe it, so I won't. Um, but that, that's the deal. And, you and know, it's just such a good example of how horrible mankind can be. We're, we're capable of great evil and great, um, I, I don't know what the word is, certainly great destruction and great uh, construction. But, yeah, I mean, this is just this is humans at, at their worst, no question, folks. But when we get back, much more news. Give us a phone call, 512-879-3805. We shall return. Stay with us. Man is evil, capable of nothing but destruction. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. Is there no? <laughs> There's no low we will not go to, folks. So glad you joined us tonight, everybody. That is, of course, no phone calls, but you still have a chance. Two more segments here: five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. Sorry to steal your fire there, Ben. I think you wanted to come back, but no, uh, that's all right. I did want to once again promote the show. That's kind of what we do here. Um, and like I said, also hopefully next week we'll have the stuffed sheep on the way and the t-shirts and the um, the thongs for uh, certain people to, to model, like I always say. But uh, in the meantime, folks, we <laughs> certain t- people, huh? Uh, yeah. I don't don't get me on don't get me on little Frida. Don't even start. I, I I've been good all show tonight. You haven't had to hose you me have. down. You've been very good. <laughs> I will say that. Oh man. my goodness, we just we just we have no shame here. Um, but anyway. Ben, uh, I, I'm, f- I'm not feeling the love on the phones yet, but I'm not feeling the love with the voting. So I'm thinking maybe if we don't get some votes tonight, maybe we'll just not do this anymore. I don't know. Um, but either way, we're voting for Dick Cheney, uh, the Dick Cheney, the man. The, we the, only have so many interested uh, listeners, though. This, <laughs> so. is very, this is very true. But I think we have more than you think. Uh, but sure enough, folks, if you want to vote for Dick Cheney, the name will appear on the 
Animal Farm deck of cards. We have to keep reminding you of this. Dick Vader, Discharge Dick, or Turd Sandwich are your three choices. Info at AnimalFarmShow.com is the website or the email address. Yes. Thank you, Hillary, for that horrific laugh. And, of course, once again, the Facebook uh, profile group is up for the Animal Farm. Facebook is there. You can go check it out and join our group on Facebook and be one with the farm. Um, so there you go. Internet. And thank you very much, George. So, uh, Ben, I mean, I have a lot of information for the power segment, but I think we have to add one or two things in between before mm-hmm. we get there. What yeah. do you think? Uh, Pat Robertson. Yeah, this is something we're playing catch up here. This yes. is something we totally forgot. He, uh, well, I mean, we've been really busy. So we have been busy. Yeah, so we've had uh, a lot of leftover news stories here. But this one, Pat Robertson uh, went up into the mountains to talk to God. <laughs> he uh, he took a little retreat from uh, human human beings, I guess, uh, okay. and decided uh-huh. to talk to uh, uh, God himself in the mountains and uh, get the predictions for 2009. Um, and, and this is a clip that was broadcasted on his, his network, Christian Broadcast Network, which gets about a million uh, viewers a day, believe it or not. I, I can it's only imagine. Yeah, so it, here it is. I mean, it's, it's a very long clip, so we won't play all of it, but uh, it shows his prediction. It starts out by showing his predictions in 2008 and how they were right and, you know, blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. Uh, but anyways, here it is. Okay. Well, every year on New Year's Day, our staff gathers together for a time of praise, worship, and prayer. And each year, Pat shares what the Lord has shown him about the coming year. Don't you know? Before we look at part of Pat's message from yesterday's (laughs) meeting, we'd like to review what he predicted last year for 2008. As I see it, the economy, we're going to have a recession worldwide. We're probably already in it. Uh, The stock market is going to have a crash. The collapse of Lehman Brothers Investment Bank and the sale of Merrill Lynch sparked. <laughs> so they so they essentially play his predictions and then play and cut the, him off and then play the news articles right after that that prove his predictions are right. Yeah. Wow. Because he's uh, he's talking to God personally. But wait 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 hold on. When did he make the prediction of a recession? Two thousand seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I thought it was. So it is fair enough. Yes. Okay. Significant yeah. sell off on. But at the same time, I have to <laughs> got to pause it again, man. We were predicting this crap in 2005, so he's nothing special. You don't need to talk to God to understand that. That's what I was going to say. Like, wait, do you need to talk to God yeah. to look at, at the obvious recession from financial meltdown? I mean, jeez, Ron Apparently, Paul's been talking about that since 2000. <laughs> Apparently, you do. Pat so. Robertson, what a character. Wall Street today, the Dow Jones dropped 400 points in trading. Nervous investors fear the worst is not over. The Dow took a major dive, taking as much as 700 points upon the initial tally. The defeat cost $1.2 trillion in market value losses as the Dow posted its biggest one-day decline in history. Oil will go to $150 a barrel. Another record high for oil and painful new predictions about the price of gas. Oil is now above a record $140 per barrel. The president of OPEC says he believes oil prices might go as high as $170 a barrel this summer. Gold to $1,000 an ounce. The dollar will continue to decline. The high price of gold is motivating some people to sell their gold dental work and even their old gold teeth. Again, he's talking to God to figure this out. God told him, yeah, well, God told <laughs> yeah. him that gold was going to go up. Yeah. Because, of yep. course, right. Gold is worth nearly $1,000 <laughs> an ounce in pawn shops and other gold dealers have seen a big surge in people hoping to cash in. Well, every year you yeah. head off to the mountains, That's and right. that was last year, <laughs> some of what the Lord showed you. 
And we Take a picture of Pat Robinson with his spiky climbing <laughs> shoes and his his walking cane. With his, with his, with his, <laughs> his Jansport his book herd bag. Of, his herd of sheep and goats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It is in these hills that Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. Oh, can we, can we superimpose Pat Robertson in there? It is in these hills that Pat Robertson... Oh, oh, my, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so c- continuing yes. on, listen to the worshipfulness of Pat Robertson himself. Yes, his, his, his excellency. Uh, as I was praying uh, a year ago that... Uh, as I was praying, I, pre- I predict in 2009 that I will sleep with four little boys. Oh, and two of them man. will come out of the woodwork and make me look <laughs> foolish on national television. <laughs> oh, the, good God. The major crash would be uh, in 2009, but we had a much more severe crash. I said it would be a crash, and it, and it, it happened. It, it really seemed to take the experts by surprise. Well, it, it didn't take me by surprise, and also <laughs> I said gold would hit a thousand dollars. It hit a thousand dollars. Oil, I said 150. It was 147.40 or something. So You're wrong, Pat. A, a couple of dollars that, yeah. under 150. But uh, I pray and I speak with humility. This will happen. So I have a few things about the coming year. Just get year. to it already. <laughs> that you, that God, you, well, you on, go Pat. away to to the mountain. You get away from all of us. That's <laughs> you right. go spend time with the Lord. So we want to stop for just a moment and take a look at our New Year's Day yeah, prayer meeting that right. happened uh, yesterday, where Pat spoke of 2009. Oh my God! So here are some of the things that I feel are going to be happening in 2009. The Lord said, "The economy of your nation will recover." The steps taken will lead to a dramatic increase in the power of government. Because the Lord really uh, thinks in the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. That's the way he, he is. That's his an- concept he, of time, He, he by must the way. listen to the Animal Farm radio show because we've been saying that for the last year and a half. Yeah. And we haven't gone to the hills and see God yet. Oh, we may have God on the show after this clip, but go ahead, man. Keep playing. The people will welcome socialism in order to relieve their pain. Nothing will stand in the way of a plan by Obama to restructure the economy in the same fashion as the New Deal in the 30s. America will never again have the power in the world that it has enjoyed since World War II. Captain With no strong here. leadership, dangerous dictators will arise in various parts of the world that will threaten the peace and security of millions of people. Russia will be the most dangerous and will lead the coalition to control the Middle East. Israel is entering a period of extreme crisis. A strong government that deals forcefully with the Palestinians will bring international condemnation and sanctions against Israel. But the Lord will uphold his people despite world opinion. The hold of Islam is weakening. Excuse me? The violence and bloodshed has turned many against this religion of hate. And the Lord said, expand your outreach to Muslims. They are ready to listen. Great and cataclysmic things will become commonplace around the world. Poverty and misery will be widespread. There has never been, nor will there ever be, a more propitious time for the gospel. People by the tens of millions will be seeking answers. They will gladly receive the forgiveness of sins that was bought by the devil. Shut up already. Right. Thank you, you know Captain Cross. Jesus. You must listen to Quiet. GCN. Can't hear myself live. <laughs> All right, folks. Power <laughs> segment coming up next. Uh, and no phone calls, I suppose. But either way, power segment up next. Stay tuned.
Of the 3 million plus edible food plants that grow on earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. Or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just two bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Uh, Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground Radio. All right, folks, final segment here on the Animal Farm Radio Show. Sorry we were boring you with the Pat Robertson stuff, but unfortunately... Why do you have a rubber band around your head? My headphones are destroyed. Really? <laughs> I have a rubber band on my head right now. It's so budget. I have tape holding up Charles's mic stand. I have a rubber band on my head around the headphones because nice. one of the ears is literally... The plastic is completely destroyed. Yeah, so, we need sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> yeah. Go to AnimalFarmShow.com. There is a banner for uh, if you want to be a sponsor for the show. If you sell rubber bands or, or black duct tape or something like that, by yeah. all means, gaffer's tape. 
save anything. Sure enough, We'd folks, like some money. that's going to change soon. We're going to definitely get our sponsors in order next week. Uh, either way, we're wasting good, valuable Animal Farm Radio Show time. And you know what? we got to do the power segment. We do. Let's do it. Pyth. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Crickets. Get ready. Get on the ball. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> the power segment. Come Let's on. Let's do it. That would have sounded so good. you got to take a picture of me with this rubber band. Power segment. Where we go through news at a very fast pace. Power segment. All right, starting right off. I'm going to start. You're gonna, we're going to take turns here, but we're going to be very organized and gentlemanly about this. New TSA uniforms trigger a rash of complaints. I love when I hear about these types of things. New blue uniforms issued to Transportation Security Administration officers at hundreds of airports nationwide may have a snazzy look, but they have become a major in, uh, irritant for some of these employees. <laughs> the new uniforms are causing rashes and other irritations among transportation security officers who screen passengers at airports, according to the union representing the workers. We're hearing from hundreds of TSOs. <laughs> Don't scratch yourself here, Charles. We're hearing, <laughs> good God, is it, oh boy. We're hearing from hundreds of TSOs that this is an issue, said Emily Ryan. This, of course it is. A spokeswoman for the American Federation of Government Employees. Most of the complaints have been for Skin rashes, but they have also included uh, runny or bloody noses, lightheadedness, red eyes, and swollen and cracked lips. Dear God. Union officials say this must be the FEMA must have given them these uniforms. The union blames. I know from, they got them from China. Oh my God, Ben! I didn't even know this. I was just joking about FEMA, but this is honestly the union blames formaldehyde, which is a chemical byproduct of the permanent press finish applied by clothing manufacturers to prevent mildew. And stains, and of course, of bitch. my goodness. So uh, the spokesman of TSA said that the problem is not serious or widespread, and that few workers have complained. Yeah, the agency said that tests done on the uniforms have not found any ex- unacceptable levels of formaldehyde or any other chemical. BS. <laughs> Moving on, power segment continues. Come on, Pyth, help me out, man. I can't sing. <laughs> uh, this one's crazy. Uh, this is you know out of Britain. Uh, orange drinks with 300 times more pesticides than tap water. Orange drinks. This is, I love orange soda. And Pyeth, you love orange soda too. No, you guys Charles, are screwed. do you like orange soda, Charles? Nah, no, I, don't, I don't like orange thing. soda. I like you oranges. I, I like real oranges. I freaking love orange soda. <laughs> and these things have 300 times more pesticides than tap water. Even my favorite brand, Fanta. How dare they? You know what, Ben? Fizzy drinks sold by Coca-Cola in Britain, in Britain, not in the United States, but I'm not picking up a Fanta can anytime soon, uh, have been found to contain pesticides at up to 300 times the level allowed in tap or bottled water. And you know how much they care about our water. (laughs) A worldwide study found pesticides levels in orange and lemon drinks sold under the Fanta brand, which is popular with children. We're at their highest in the U.K. <laughs> the research team called on the government, the industry, and the company to act to remove the chemicals and call for new safety standards to regulate the soft drinks market. Uh, the industry denies children are at risk and insists that the levels found by research based on uh, based out of University of Jean in South Spain are not harmful. The study uncovered pesticides in some fizzy drinks at up to 300 times the level permitted in tap. The researchers tested 102 cans and bottles of soft drinks. Uh, bought from 15 countries for the presence of 100 pesticides. The UK product uh, products were bought in London, Cambridge, Edinburgh, St Andrews, and at Gatwick Airport. Oh my goodness! All right, well there you go. Power segment here on the Animal Farm. We power through news at a very fast pace. And uh, Charles, Charles sent me this one, and I always like to read his articles. I'm a very big fan of space. And sure enough, the Milky Way, the galaxy, is not snack sized anymore. It seems out of Washington. Take that, Andrew Media. Uh, or Andromeda, right? Andromeda? Andromeda. Oh, Andromeda. Andro- oh, say it again. 
Andromeda. My bad. Andromeda for decades. I always get that wrong. Astronomers thought... <laughs> Andromeda. Uh, probably because I have a friggin' rubber band on my head. Uh, Andromeda <laughs> for decades. Astronomers thought when it came to the major galaxies in Earth's cosmic neighborhood, our Milky Way was a weak sister to the larger Andromeda. Not anymore. The Milky Way is considerably larger, bulkier, and spinning faster than astronomers once thought. Andromeda is equal. Scientists mapped the Milky Way in a more in more detailed three-dimensional way and found that it's 15% larger in breadth. B-R-E-A-D-T-H, Charles? Breath. Okay, I, I just didn't know if I was pronouncing it right. You know, you're the astronomer. More important, <laughs> it's denser with 50% more mass, which is like weight. Really? The new uh, findings <laughs> were presented. Mass, it's like weight. It's completely different, actually. Weight is based on gravity, right, Charles? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I remember something from uh, science class. The new findings were presented Monday at the American Astronomical Society's convention in Long Beach, California. The, that difference means a lot, says study author Mark Reed of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The slight five foot five, 140-pound astrophysicist, which is what I am, said it's the cosmic equivalent of him suddenly bulking up to the size of a six foot three, 210-pound NFL linebacker. Which well. I could only imagine. Um, okay, uh, power segment will continue, and God willing, we will keep going here. Ha <laughs> uh, ha! This one's uh, this one's pretty bad. Lawmaker wants a government bailout of newspapers. This is out of New York Reuters. Uh, Connecticut lawmaker Frank Nicastro sees saving the local newspaper as his duty, but others think he and his colleagues are setting a worrisome precedent for government involvement in the U.S. press. No crap. Uh, Nicastro represents Connecticut's 79th Assembly District, which uh, includes Bristol, a city of about 61,000 people outside Hartford, the state capital. Its paper, the Bristol Press, may fold within days along the Herald, along with the Herald in uh, nearby New Britain. Uh, this is because publisher Journal Register is danger of being crushed under hundreds of millions of dollars of debt, says it cannot afford to keep them open anymore. Nick Castro and fellow legislators want the papers to survive and petition the state government to do something about it. The media is a vitally important part of, of America, he said, particularly local papers that cover news uh, ignored by big papers, papers and televisions and radio stations. Uh, somebody else will come along, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know? of course. Shut the hell up. Right, no question. Power somebody segment. else. Absolutely. It's got Don't a heck of a lot to do yeah. with radical Islamic extremists. That's John McCain when we interviewed him. He said that. Oh, my goodness. And as, <laughs> speaking of the neoconservatives, Bush is the first ex-president to face a limit on Secret Service protection. I thought this was very interesting. Uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that. And Charles is turning red with excitement and joy. <laughs> President like, George W. Bush is uh, after he's like, now's your chance. Get him. <laughs> Give me a pair of shoes. Don't say anything, boys. Don't uh, say anything. As, uh, <laughs> I'm afraid. Get I'm him a, a new pair of shoes. I'm afraid. <laughs> President George W. Bush's afterlife, as Laura Bush calls the post-presidency, is shaping up to be pretty comfortable with a Dallas office, staffers, Secret Service protection, travel budget, medical coverage, and a $196,700 annual pension. All at taxpayers' expense. Holy God in heaven. However, Bush will be the first president not to benefit from one former lifetime benefit, Secret Service protection. He'll be the first one to receive it for 10 years, uh, said Malcolm Wiley, Secret Service spokesman. Congress changed the law in the 1990s so that any president elected after January 1st of 97, Ben, and his, uh, his or her spouse would receive the federal protection for only 10 years. The Bushes will move to their new $2 million, 8,500 8, square foot Dallas home, not paid for by taxpayers on January 20th, and their Bush 
<laughs> there, Bush, would be closed to his future presidential library at Southern Methodist University. I'm wondering if they're going to close down the um, the, the prop TV set, a ranch in Texas, too, right? The fake ranch? Yeah. Where he know. hangs out and pretends he's a cowboy. Yeah. Sure enough, but that's interesting stuff, and Charles, I'm sure, makes you very happy. So Power Segment is, is still going here. We're doing pretty good tonight, Ben. We are. Even though people yeah, are making fun of us. <laughs> yeah, this right. one's good. I I, uh, <laughs> I delicious this article new. So if anybody wants to uh, go to animalfarmshow.com, scroll down a little bit, show news links. Uh, are you living in the constitution-free zone? This is something that ACLU put out. Mm. Uh, using the data provided by the U.S. Census Bureau, the ACLU has determined that nearly two-thirds of the entire U.S. population, uh, that being 197.4 million people, live within 100 miles of the U.S. land and coastal borders. The government is assuming extra- extraordinary powers to stop and search individuals within this zone. This is not just about the border. This constitution-free zone includes most of the nation's largest metropolitan areas. So if you want to go to the website, animalfarmshow.com, scroll down, show news links, um, and check it out. It has a map, so you can check and see. Supposedly, two-thirds of the United States population is in a constitution-free zone at at this point right now. Two-thirds of the United States does not have a constitution to protect them. I love freedom. I really do love freedom. Freedom. That's what America's all about. Not, you know, not following the constitution. That's what we were founded on. It is. Uh, here's something interesting. Online video viewing jumps 34%. I thought this is of some interest, especially being a very uh, avid internet surfer myself. Americans appear to be getting more comfortable watching videos online. And Google is the clear winner. Uh, internet users in the U.S. watch 12 0.7 billion online videos in November, Ben, an increase of 34% versus a year ago. That's tremendous, according to numbers released Monday by market researcher Comscore. Uh, thanks to YouTube, Google sites retain the crown as the top U.S. video property with nearly 5.1 billion videos viewed, or about 40% of all videos viewed online, with the video sharing site accounting for more than 98% of Google's traffic. Fox Interactive Media was a distant second, with 439 million videos watched, or 3.5%, followed by Viacom Digital, and uh, which they got 325 million. So that is tremendous, and, and that's because, obviously, Google now owns YouTube. Is that correct, Charles? You're shaking yes. your head. Okay, good. Yep. Um, so there you go. Do you like a porno? I'm sure you do. <laughs> Crazy chatter in the chat room. Maybe one more. We got room for one more, more more power side. We're doing great tonight. I'm proud of us. I don't care what you all say. Do you have any good ones over there? Because I have some I ones over here. Oh, uh, you want me to go again? Well, if you have a good one. If you no, have a, I don't know. I, if this, I have an okay one. I don't know if this is good, uh, but uh, CNN's Sanjay Gupta, who we often make fun yes, of. Yes, that is a good one. We <laughs> needed to talk about that. We you didn't. Know, I couldn't believe it. I, just, I thought he was like a TV doctor. I didn't think this guy was for real, but sure enough, CNN's Sanjay like Gupta. Phil or something, right? <laughs> My mother watches him sometimes. I'm like, what are you doing with it? Turn this off. Do any, watch anything. Sure enough, Sanjay Gupta approached for Surgeon General's job. Network reports Obama is calling on him. Uh, he's approached CNN's Chief Medical Correspondent Sanjay Gupta to be the country's next Surgeon General, the Cable News Network said Tuesday. CNN said it has kept Gupta from reporting on health care policy and other matters involving the incoming Obama administration since learning he was under consideration for the post. So, you know, don't 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 say anything. He wouldn't say anything anyway, but it's interesting. I, you know, we'll go from there. Better than the, that guy, uh, Dr. Manny on Fox News, if you ask me. But oh, yeah. that's, that's it for the Animal fact. Farm. Hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it tonight. We had a good time. No phone calls. Maybe some, some more phone calls tomorrow on the Animal Farm. But we are done for tonight. Don't forget, I think uh, Mr. Bush is up next, right? John, so, John, yeah. Bush. I, John Bush. I, I, we keep forgetting to uh, plug him, but he's up next. John Bush, don't forget, great show. We shall return tomorrow. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>